0: Jesse, welcome along everybody. Thank you for joining us. I think it's gonna be a good game this evening. This is really the first actual D1 test that this team for UCI has had. I think LMU is gonna be taking good momentum off that double header win, and they're perfect at
1: home. So I think this will be a good one, Jesse.
0: Yeah, Santa Barbara, a team that is used to winning under head coach Russell Turner in his 11th season. They've been averaging over 20 wins a year, having 21 a year ago. They're a young team, so it'll be an interesting test here for the Lions. Let's get to know UC Irvine and their starting lineups. Jonathan, let us know the starters for UC Irvine. Absolutely. For UC Irvine this evening, we'll start off in the backcourt with the freshman guard number one, Dawson Baker. He's joined in the backcourt by the sophomore guard number five, Isaiah Lee. Moving into the front court, the redshirt sophomore forward, JC Butler, start things off wearing number zero on the jersey. He's joined in the front court by the redshirt junior forward, number 40, Colin Welp. Look for him for big scoring numbers this evening. And last but not least, the big man for the anteaters tonight, the redshirt senior center, number 55, Brad Green. Jesse, when you give us the starting lineups for the Lions. Well, thank you very much, Jonathan, for the Lions. He'll have some of the familiar suspects in the backcourt joe quintana the 6'2" junior coming off career high 22 points against uc santa barbara he's joined in the backcourt by the freshman jalen anderson wearing number 12 averaging nearly nine points for ball game in the front court 6'7 sophomore from hanford california number one damian douglas also coming off a career high with 23 points joined by the 6'6" sophomore from melbourne australia number 34 kelly lea pepe and the 6'5 senior from Chino Hills, number zero, Eli Scott. Lions are led by Stan Johnson in his first year with assistants David Carter, Allen Edwards, and Greg Yonkowski. Lions at three and three, Anteaters at two and three, and it should be a fun basketball game here tonight. Thanks so much for tuning us in on the West Coast Conference Network, or KXLU if you're with us on the radio side, as tip is up, it is pinballed around and finally controlled by UC Irvine, as they will go right to left in this first half of play with Isaiah Lee at the controls, comes near side on the left sideline to J.C. Butler, guarded tightly by Damian Douglas as he slings it in the right post. Now for Brad Green, big size advantage over Lea Pepe, turns on the baby hook, but misfires and Eli Scott. Scott clears the rebound for the Lions. Well, Jesse, as we mentioned in the pregame, this is really the first big test that this UCI team has had, so another great chance for LMU to come out and set the pace. Again, they seem to be very comfortable at home. I think LMU is going to have to move the ball well tonight and rely on their diverse shooters to get the job done. That's Kelly Lea Pepe down the right baseline in traffic, trying to wheel away. Lions with some tough spacing. They work it around to Damian Douglas with five on the shot clock, spinning and traveling with the basketball. Lions turn it over, and both teams come up empty on their first possessions, and Jonathan, you mentioned UC Irvine, two and three on the year. We talked in the open for a moment. Under head coach Russell Turner, this is a, his 11th season. He has the program at averaging over 20 wins a year in his campaign. This is a little bit of a younger team for him, but one that he has coached to success often in Irvine. Yeah, absolutely. And as you just see there, the Anteaters get the scoring going, but the Lions quick back the other way. That was Dawson Baker, currently leading the Anteaters in scoring at just under 13 a ball game. Two nothing lead for UC Irvine. A little over a minute gone by in this first half as Damian Douglas at the top of the key kicks it left wing for J-Lane Anderson, steps into the three, leaves it long. Layup Pepe there for the offensive rebound. He spins away from Green, reverse layup well long. The length and size of Green a factor there, and UC Irvine comes back with the basketball right to left. Yeah, look at the pace of UC Irvine early on, Jesse. They know that this is going to be a test for them, and they want to come out and strike early. LMU is going to have to match or surpass that intensity. A missed jump shot recovered by Eli Scott and the Lions they'll work with the basketball Joe Quintana over to Kelly Lea Pepe hands off for Jalen Anderson hopping in the lane right hand scoop layup is good Jalen Anderson with the bucket and the Lions have tied the game at two well how about that the freshman Anderson getting the start and early on making big plays and Joe Quintana quickly back on the other end stepping in to take a charge JC Butler the sophomore out of Racine Wisconsin a little bit out of control his first first team foul the Lions get the ball back with the game tied at 2. 18-08 to go in this first half. Yeah, a lot of action early on, not much time gone by. Interesting to see how the scoring is going to match up. LMU averages 71 points and some change against this Anteaters ball club. The all-time series 2-6 and six in favor of UCI, but these teams haven't played since the 15-16 season. Now that game was back in Irvine. This one, of course, here for the Lions at home, where despite no fans this season, LMU is 3-0 in this building, looking to keep that going. It's Jalen Anderson over to Damian Douglas. Right corner for Eli Scott, backing down on Colin Welp. Into the lane, left-handed floater in the lane is short. And the rebound chased down by Welp, and the Anteaters will take control as Isaiah Lee brings it up ahead and now works it over to Jerron Artest, who just checked in. And yes, that Artest name is familiar. It is the son. Of longtime NBA pro and all star Ron Artest, now known as Meta World Peace, as the anteaters turn it away but get it right back. Welp into the body of Lea Pepe. Play continues as he dumps it down for Brad Green, who shoves it in off the glass with one hand, and it's a two point lead for the anteaters again. 4 to 2, 17 11 to go in this first half. Yes, yeah, Stan Johnson wanted a foul on that last call as Lea Pepe hit the turf, but it was clean on both ends in the eyes of the officials, and play resumes. Lions control on the near sideline. Damian Douglas over to Eli Scott. Swings it up top for Leia Pepe. Left wing three on the way. Rickshays off the iron. Leia Pepe chases down his own rebound. And the Lions reset on the perimeter with Jalen Anderson near the midcourt logo. Around a top of the key screen from Leia Pepe. He'll reset and give it over to Eli Scott. Down the middle of the lane, kicks it to an open. Damian Douglas left corner three ball to stop the mark. Rebound batted away and secured by UC Irvine as they look to push the basketball up into the hands of Dawson Baker. Now up top for Colin Welp, stops on a dime, and then shuffled the feet inside for a travel. That'll give it back to the Lions with 16.29 to go in this first half. UC Irvine right in front by two. It may not seem like a Jesse, but early on I'm thinking that's going to be a big call because that takes away the basket. Obviously, since the travel was called before the ball hit the net, that basket is taken away. Score remains 2-4 with 16.5. So the Lions looking to even it up or take the lead on this possession. Joe Quintana to Eli Scott in the left post. Backing down on Colin Welp. Putting the right hand dribble down a couple times. Across, lane kicks to an open. Jalen Anderson, 18-footer on the way. In and out, no good. And the rebound secured by Welp. will leave it off again for Isaiah Lee, who comes up the center of the floor and is met by Jalen Anderson. Works it right sideline to, to Ron Artest. Makes it over to Baker, now in the left corner. Dumps down left post for Emmanuel Shemunga who just checked in. Shemunga against Marcuson too. Big players down there, missed shot, but a rebound and put back by Colin Welp is good, and it's a four point lead for UC Irvine, six to two. It's a four point lead for the Anteaters, but until that basket, it was a scoring drop for LMU no longer. Damian Douglas on the floater along the right baseline, coming off a career high 23 points, gets his first two of the night, and it's a six to four lead for Irvine as our test has it near the top of the key, covered by Douglas couple jab steps with the right foot, now puts the dribble down, stops at the free throw line. Bounces it in the right post to Welp, who's guarded tightly by Eli Scott. Tries to muscle it up, shot off the side of the backboard, chases down his own rebound. Shot clock did not reset, down to two. Has to fire at the end of the shot clock buzzer. In and out, no good, and Markerson who just checked in, clears the rebound for the Lions as they'll come up the near side of the floor. We often talk, Jesse, about Eli Scott as being such a tremendous offensive player, but how about that defensive stand from Scott not minding the size advantage one bit and forcing the desperation step back two? That should be an interesting matchup. Lions, they do have some size of their own, but UC Irvine, a big front line. It'll be a key all night long. So we had a timeout on the floor, 14.57 to go in this first half. UC Irvine 6, LME 4 on the LME Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Jesse Cass here with you at Gerson Pavilion. Want to let you know tonight's game is brought to you by Sal's Plumbing, family owned and operated since 1979 here in this matchup between LMU and UC Irvine. 6-4 lead for the Anteaters, 14-57 to go here in this first half of play. And Jonathan, it's an interesting UC Irvine team. Mentioned they're no stranger to success. They've won over 20 games multiple times. They've been in the NCAA tournament A little bit younger this year, they've been tested with a couple of tough games, lost to Pepperdine, San Diego State and USC, a couple of wins against lower division opponents, but not quite sure with the youthful team what to make of this year's edition of Irvine. We'll get a good indication with this ballgame here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. As we said before, I think this is going to be the first time that this is going to be a good litmus test for this team. Obviously, they played some really tough opponents. They've played some not so tough non-Division 1 opponents, and so it's been tough to actually gauge where the skill level and the talent is of this team. They've got a lot of very talented young players uh, and a lot of freshmen coming in and making an impact right away, but of course how that extends over the course of a season, we have yet to see. As the Anteaters turn it over, Ivana Lipia with a nice defensive play out of the inbounds, and to wrap things up on UC Irvine, they lost four key contributors last year from, a, a, as you said, a 21-win ball club. They do still have two of their top front court players who you've seen already in Colin Welp and Brad Green. And then a lot of guards on the, young guards, as Marcuson misses on the turnaround baby hook shot. Rebound taken by the Anteaters, and they will come into the front court with Justin Hone controlling the basketball. Now over to Andre Henry across the lane. Stop picks it out right corner for Artess, Catch and shoot three. Off the iron, no good. And have collects the rebound for the Lions, who look to push. Quintana quick outlet to Douglas, and explodes to the rim for a two-handed jam. And that'll tie it up at six. Jonathan, the acceleration to the rim might have been more <laughs> impressive than the dunk itself. Oh, that was awesome to watch. You'll see that one on social media in the morning. Damian Douglas showing time and time again why he is such a great player on this team and such a force to be reckoned with offensively. As a missed jumper inside by Andre Henry. And then Marcuson held on the rebound by Emmanuel Shemunga. First on Shemunga, second team foul for the Anteaters, and the Lions get the ball back. We're all tied at six with exactly 14 minutes to play in this first half. We'll reset both fives for you as well. For the Lions, Jalen Anderson, Ivana Lipiev, Damian Douglas, Cody Pugh in for the first time, and Matias in as uh, offensive foul for the Lions away from the basketball will go on Cody Pugh, who just checked in. His first first-team foul for the Lions. And Jonathan Cody still getting his feet wet, of course, missed a lot of time a year ago at Stanford. Played his first minutes in the win over Santa Barbara on Saturday, and trying to get himself reacclimated into the flow for the Lions. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, it was his first real game back in quite a while against UCSB, and didn't see too too many minutes. But it's been nice to have him back. I'm sure he's very excited to, to get back into the swing of things, and seems so far to have not missed a step. And perhaps a little bit over anxious, over excited. Two fouls in about 20 seconds for Pew, so he'll take a seat on the bench. Stan Johnson not pleased with that as Eli Scott returns to the lineup for LMU. UC Irvine controls the basketball with Justin Hone, the redshirt freshman, over left side to Daron Artest. Couple of dribbles into the 15-footer on the long left baseline and knocks it down. It's an 8-6 lead for the Anteaters, and the Lions look to attack left to right. Yeah, a little defensive miscommunication. LMU left Artest pretty much wide open there. Alipiev in the lane. Lions swing it back outside to Eli Scott with 15 on the shot clock. Hands to Alipiev off a curl. Hierarchy three. Off the iron, no good. And Shemunga collects the rebound. And UC Irvine will trot the basketball in the front court. Justin Hone down to the right block. Inside, middle of the lane for Shemunga. Shuffling inside. Lost it. Still has to track it down and finally does. And resets out to Artest out behind the three-point arc. Double teamed off the screen. Kicks it out up top for DJ Davis who just checked in. Back to Justin Hone, step back, right wing three, well defended, off the back rim, no. Good box out from Eli Scott, and finally able to wrestle away the rebound for the Lions, who look to even it up on this possession, trailing by two, 8-6, 12.40 to go in the first half. Eli Scott in the left post, looking for the cutting Douglas, but the pass was an errant one, knocked away and stolen, and here come the anteaters. Yeah, LMU's going to have to contur- control those turnovers. We've seen how dangerous they can be for this team. LMU is a team averaging about 16 turnovers per contest, and that can turn into a lot of easy points in the transition game for their opponents. Justin Hone, left wing pull-up jumper, too strong. Matias Marcusen able to collect another rebound. Long outlet up ahead of the court for Damian Douglas. Stumbling in traffic, flips it up anyway, nearly got it to go. Rebound battled for. Lipiev and Douglas were in the same vicinity but couldn't collect it. And Irvine will come out of the pack with the basketball, leading by two, eight to 8-6, with 11.55 to go in the first half. Interesting, we haven't seen this too, too much from U.C. Irvine so far. Tess just settling it down and slowing down the pace of play in the middle. As Hone on the right wing, bounces inside for Shemunga, right-hand baby hook no, and Marcusen able to collect another rebound. He hasn't scored, but collecting now his fourth rebound of the ball game in short order. And here comes LMU on the attack, Eli Scott driving. And a whistle and a foul along the left baseline. go on UC Irvine. Fouls on Austin Johnson, who checked in. Just checked in, and it'll send us to another timeout on the floor. 11.34 to go in this first half of play. UC Irvine 8, LMU 6, as you're watching LMU Lions basketball on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
2: coming to you live from Gerson Pavilion. And listen, it is giveaway time, okay? Thanks to our good friends over at Sharkies, You guys have the opportunity to win an entree from Sharkies at the Villa Marina Marketplace in Marina Del Rey. All you have to do to win is visit our Twitter at LMU Lions, and all you have to do is retweet our Sharky tweet, okay? First five fans to do it will win. Alrighty, Jesse, let's get back to this game. I'm getting a little hungry.
0: <laughs> it's right around that time, Frenchie. It is around dinner time. So if you're <laughs> out there watching and listening, that's the advantage of the comfort of being at home. You get to eat while you enjoy the game here. So we'll have to, Frenchie and Jonathan and I will have to wait for our pizza till after the game. <laughs> but but we hope you enjoyed out there. The Lions have the ball out of the break. Jalen Anderson left wing three off the mark and the rebound collected by the Anteaters who hold the two-point lead and the basketball. Jesse, this looks like it might be a rebounding matchup. We've seen LMU have relative ease, out-rebounding opponents, but UCI coming back and forth so far. Justin Own, left wing for DJ Davis. His three-pointer on the way, no good. And Leia Pepe able to take that rebound away from Wealth, and the Lions trot with the basketball. LMU just 3 of 13 from the field. UC Irvine 4 of 15, so whether you call that an offensive struggle or a defensive battle, it's one of the two, but the score remains the same at 8-6 to six in favor of Irvine as the Lions having... Trouble getting into the set they want to. Shot clock down to eight, line still out near midcourt. Jalen Anderson picks it up on the left wing out for Quintana has to create late in the clock. Two on the shot clock, step back, straight away three ball and a travel before then. Jonathan, I think in the NBA, they call that the hardened step back in college. <laughs> they call that a travel. Yeah, absolutely. I think Quintana just took a little too many steps in the back pedal, But you know, interesting there, we've seen Jalen Anderson work the shot clock quite a bit, and it's something he tends to do. He'll take the ball and settle up either for an isolation or call for a screen up near midcourt and then go to work. But it seemed like he let just a little bit too much clock go down. Uh, again, the score remains the same. We've seen both teams in this scoring drought. Three minutes for Irvine, nearly four for the Lions. It remains 8-6. to six. Justin Hone into a brick wall that is Kelelea Pepe. And Alipiev collects the rebound for the Lions, who look to break their drought here. He last got to the trailing Alipiev. Three ball on the way off the mark to the right, and the rebound batted and taken by the Anteaters again the lock remains on the rim for the Lions three of 15 as a team over oh, their last four as a left wing three from Artest is an air ball and luckily for the Lions Irvine also really struggling there one of their last 11 and the score again eight to six yeah well they know Artest isn't too much of a three-point shooter so they're going to let him go but that's the second time we've seen them leave him alone from 15 feet or more as Eli Scott able to knock down the jumper from 15 feet away and that ends the drought and ties the ball game at eight Eli Scott with his first field goal of the night to go along with three rebounds and we're all knotted at eight apiece with 932 to go in the first half yeah, Jesse very slow offensively as you said you can call it an offensive slumper, defensive battle whatever you want to call it the score is not ticking up by much as we're still tied at eight. As Colin Welch in and out on the follow-away jumper. Rebound collected by the Lions. Eli Scott looking to attack, picks up the dribble and brings it over to the right side. Jalen Anderson, hesitation, dribble down the lane. Had it stripped as he went up for the jump pass. Loose ball out of bounds off of the Lions. It's Russell Turner, the head coach of UC Irvine, appealing that it went off the leg of the Lions, but that appeal will, to be, will be to no avail. It'll stay Lion basketball with 9.09 to go in this first half. Score tied up at 8. Cody Pugh and Matias Markeson back into the game as Leia Pepe and Alipiev take a seat. Interesting, Jesse. We're kind of seeing the same thing for the Lions team that we saw in that game one against UCSB. A bit of a scoring slump where LMU's trying to create opportunities, but either the defense of their opponent or their own accuracy getting in the way. As Eli Scott off the inbound left hand layup is good. Back-to-back baskets for the senior, and that puts the Lions in front for their first lead of the ballgame. 10-8. to eight. to go in this first half. J.C. Butler top of the key. Goes left wing to Isaiah Lee. Now he dumps it down left post for Brad Green. Swings it over right corner. Now into the right post for Welp Against Scott again. Across the lane. Poke and a foul on the Lions. That one's on Eli Scott. Pugh was in the vicinity as well, but Scott whistled for the reach in foul. The two free throws for Colin Welp. First free throws for either ball club here tonight. And head coach Stan Johnson, not incredibly pleased with that one as he lets Eli Scott and Damien Douglas know about it. Scott initially went to the official for some clarification. And the foul was called either way. It's Colin Welp to the line, 75% free throw shooter, averaging 11 points and four rebounds. He was an all Big West first team selection last year, despite primarily coming off the bench but despite his 69 size he's a big time shooter averages 13 points or average 13 points and 6 rebounds and led the team in three point percentage last year so really a modern stretch 4 or 5 type of player and i think that leadership is going to be crucial on such a young UC Irvine team we saw that a couple years back when LMU had a tremendously talented freshman sophomore class and they relied on that leadership to kind of balance out the scales. Eli Scott backing down, goes to Jaylen Anderson, blocked at the rim, ball comes right back to him, and he'll reset out to Quintana. We're all tied at 10, 8.21 to go in this first half. Quintana works around a Marcusson screen. Now out to Jaylen Anderson. He'll fire up the straightaway three. That's off the mark. Marcusson battling inside, but whistled for a loose ball foul. That'll be his first personal. 14 foul for the Lions and goes back to the Anthony. with 8-12 to play in this first half. I think LMU is gonna have to watch out for the foul trouble. We've seen how key players, how that can impact the Lions late in the game. If you have some key players that have gotten into a little bit of foul trouble, we've seen that with Leia Pepe and Marcusson in games past. Let's see if they can keep it clean going forward. Now the Lions have the or step back on defense rather, Ir- Irvine with the basketball. As we go under eight minutes to play in this first half, all tied at 10. Colin well quick move, has the shot erased off the backboard by Markerson. And the Lions look to push off the nice defensive play. Eli Scott, top of the key, working around a Markerson screen. 15-footer, left elbow, nothing but the bottom of the net for Eli Scott. Third field goal for him, and a two-point lead for the Lions, 12 to 10. 737 to go in the first half. Nice to see Scott lighting up the score sheet early. You've seen when he does that, he can put really, really big numbers up. As Brad Green blocked from behind by Alipia, then blocked again by Marcuson, Came down with it. It's a jump ball and possession arrow with the Lions. And the Lion bench fired up after that one. Great defensive stand. And LMU will have the basketball when we come back from the timeout on the floor. 7.27 to go here in this first half of play. LMU 12, UC Irvine 10 on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace alongside Jesse Cass here. Wherever you're listening from, if you're cozy at home, you can enjoy an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the official soft drink of LMU Athletics and a proud supporter of the LMU Sports Network. As we come out of the timeout, 7.27 to go in this first half of play. LMU with a two-point lead, 12-10. Both teams have really struggled shooting the ball. Lions 6 of 19, UC Irvine 4 of 20. And the last two missed shots were courtesy of back to back blocks from Alepiev and Now oh, LMU has held Irvine to 0 of their last 9 and 1 of their last 14 from the field. Yeah, we, we mentioned the, the rebounding early on. LMU started to pick those numbers up 16 to 12. Turnovers, though, interestingly, even 5 and 5. So both of these teams really trying to capitalize off each other's mistakes, but neither giving an inch. The Lions right as we say about looking to create back-to-back nice offense possessions not to be a foul away from the ball. Offensive foul on Marcuson. His second personal 15 foul and gives it back to Irvine. So Jonathan after we saw such a really dynamic offensive game on Saturday between LMU and UC Santa Barbara it's been a real struggle for both teams here for the first 12 minutes and change of the first half. Yeah well Matias has had a couple games where he struggled with the fouls and You know, it's tough because it takes away a player's momentum. When you get out there and you can maybe take a couple minutes to get your bearings and get used to things on the court, but with that foul trouble, it takes you out of contention as we see Matias takes a seat. So hopefully no more than two personal fouls moving forward so he can keep playing. Dawson Baker missed a tough shot inside. Lions rebound and now work on the offensive end. Damian Douglas, hop step in the lane, floater in and out no good. Rebound taken by Austin Johnson. And now ahead to... Andre Henry as Irvine looks to attack Dawson Baker came in letting leading the Anteaters rather in scoring but has not scored here tonight thus far as he goes left post to Johnson faces up fires and connects from 10 feet away to tie the ball game at 12 that ends a field goal drought of over seven minutes for the Anteaters and we're all tied at 12 with 6-11 to go in this first half even still Jesse won for their last 11 after that field goal Lea Pepe tees up a right wing three, too strong off the back rim. Rebound batted around, out a bounce off the fingertips of Damian Douglas. They'll go back to the anteaters, so the, the struggle continues. LMU 6 of 21, UC Irvine 5 of 22. It's in one of those halves for both teams thus far. Yeah, neither team with a ball from distance so far. LMU, as we've mentioned, has a slew of really talented three-point shooters, and so far, nothing production-wise from them. Baker trying to create space inside and able to get the push shot to go. That friendly roll and puts UC Irvine back in front. 14-12, to 12, 5.35 to go. So Irvine, after missing 10 straight shots, has made two in a row to take a two-point lead. We were mentioning the three-point shooting from LMU, but UC Irvine has Dawson Baker, DJ Davis, and Jermon Artest who can also shoot from distance. They lead the team this season so far in three balls underneath. There was on J.C. Butler. Actually, make that one on Dawson Baker, excuse me. It'll be an end line out of bounds for the Lions, who trail 14-12. to 12, 5.26 to go in this first half, as Jalen Anderson, back on the floor for LMU, will inbound to Leia Pepe. The Lions get it back in the hands of their freshman point guard. Over to Joe Quintana, top of the key, around an Eli Scott screen. He'll take a tough left wing three. In and out, no good, and Artest with the rebound for Irvine, as the Anteaters push right to left. 5.09 to go here in this first half of play, and a two-point lead for UC Irvine. Manuel Shimunga cut off on the dribble by Lea Pepe, so reset near midcourt to Dawson Baker. Steps to the free throw line. Jumper on the way is smooth, nothing but net. And UC Irvine all of a sudden finding a rhythm offensively. They lead by 6, 16-12 to with 4.56 to play as Stan Johnson calls for time to talk it over for the Lions. Yeah, let's see what LMU can do out of the timeout. We've seen sometimes how a stoppage in play after a slump can be good for them. This is a team that does well when they go on little runs, little spurts of energy. It's just that consistency that's been holding LMU back so far. But a four-point four ball game, two possessions is, is uh, not too big of a hurdle to overcome for the Lions, especially with five minutes and just about five minutes, I should say, and going into the half. But, Jesse, what do you think the Lions are going to have to do to keep this production going and really up their production offensively? i think for the lions we've seen a little bit too much stagnation offensively they haven't been moving the ball side to side we've seen that result in a lot of tough contested shots so i think more movement and pace offensively will allow them to get to the rim for easy shots and open up the three-pointer they're 0 for 9 but not a lot of those looks have been really great open looks there have been a few but for the most part Not that fluidity we saw from LMU against UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, about two or three, maybe even four of those long balls have been desperation threes as the shot clock was winding down. So LMU does need to push the the envelope, but, you know, utilize all of that shot clock and and, and try to maximize those opportunities. And, of course, accuracy is going to play a factor as well. Well, the Lions looking to find something offensively here out of the timeout. Kele Pepe hands off for Damian Douglas. Goes right wing to Eli Scott. Covered by Austin Johnson in the right post. Kicks it out for Jalen Anderson, and he traveled with the basketball. Moved the feet before putting the dribble down, and the Lions turn it over once again. It's turnover number seven for LMU. And that continues what is now another scoring drought of over three minutes for the Lions. Well, in a game that's down to just four points... UC Irvine has scored four points off of turnovers from the Lions. So that just tells you, in a game that's going to be this close, how crucial those unforced errors are going to be. Well, the Anteaters on a 6-0 run, looking to add more Baker wild runner in the lane. Off the backboard, no good. Rebound tapped out and taken again by the Anteaters, looking for a better look on this second part of the possession. They're Right corner to Artest, cut off on the dribble, bounce it back out behind the arc to... Baker now to Colin Welp with the shot clock at 7 working against Scott pivots spins fades and connects and Colin Welp with a tough jumper and Irvine now makes it 8 unanswered to lead 18 to 12 with 357 to play in this first half It's a tough size matchup Eli Scott against Colin Welp obviously Welp with the height but Eli Scott doing his best he can to cleanly body up Welp and so far it's been pretty good but eventually, shot after shot, a size matchup is going to go in the favor of the height. Uh, Jalen Anderson creates an opening for Kelly Lea Pepe, dishes it off, and the big man ends the drought for LMU and halts the 8-0 run to make it 18-14 with 3.30 to play in this first half. Nice setup from Anderson. The Lions retreat defensively. Colin Welp again, one-on-one against Eli Scott on the left side. Backs down, kicks it out for Isaiah Lee. Catch and shoot three is good. The left-hander winds it in, and it's a seven point lead for the Anteaters who have now made five of their last six from the field after missing 10 in a row. I think Jalen Anderson actually got away with a shooting foul on that one so unfortunate for the free ball but lucky they didn't call it. Lea Pepe open three is short Lions 0 of 10 from downtown and Irvine with momentum at their back looking to continue to play well. Anteaters in front by seven, 21-14. Dawson Baker down the lane, kicks it left corner for Lee, this time another three is short. And Douglas has the rebound fall to his lap as he looks to take it himself into the front court, weaving through defenders and lost the basketball. And now Irvine looks to attack as Baker waits for some reinforcements, gives it up to Colin Welp. And now back in the hands of Baker on the right sideline as he plays the two-man game with Welp. 18 on the shot clock. See, Works down the right baseline, floater on the run, too strong, and Leia Pepe collects the rebound for the Lions, who have the basketball, trailing by seven. Scott dumps it down, left post for Leia Pepe, gets tied up, and a jump ball will give it back to the Anteaters. 2.13 to go in the first half, and the Lions out of sorts as we hit a timeout on the floor. 21-14, UC Irvine in front on the LME Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium.
2: Alrighty Lions. Alrighty, Lions family, Frenchie back here with you. Now, it is time for another giveaway, and this time, it is T-shirt time. Now, all you have to do to win is head on over to LMU Lions on Instagram and check out our story. I want you guys to write me, I want the T-shirt, and somebody's gonna go home with a one-of-a-kind LMU Lions uh, Adidas T-shirt. Now, to find out more and check out all the new gear from the new season, be sure to head on over to LMULions.com forward slash Adidas, alright? Head on over, it's go time. Let's get back to this game.
0: Well, thank you Frenchy, as always as the Lions look to close out what's been an ugly first half. They trail 21 to 14 with 2.05 remaining out of the timeout as Irvine looking for the post entry, knocked away by Leia Pepe, and then a loose ball foul on the following scrum will Give the Lions the basketball with two minutes to play. Nice initial deflection by Leia Pepe, and then Douglas and Scott were there to fight for the ball. Actually jumped and deflected that one kind of behind his head, so a great effort play there by Leia Pepe, and great uh, great defensive stop for the Lions right off the bat. Now that would have been tough if UC Irvine had kept that momentum going. LMU is going to have to start creating some offense of their own. The Lions just 7 of 24, 29% from the field, but luckily trail by just 7. Jalen Anderson. Left wing for Canton off a screen, fires the three on the way, no good, rebound battled for and taken by UC Irvine. And the three-point struggles continue for the Lions, 0 of 11 from downtown, but they'll get the basketball right back as Isaiah Lee carried the basketball. Though he said both teams have really struggled, Irvine of course has made a little bit of a run, but they themselves still just 9 of 29, 31% from the field. So neither team has really been able to get it going in this first half. Yeah, the shooting numbers are are definitely not what either team would have hoped for, one three ball made in this whole game. Eli Scott forcing the issue, driving into a crowd, but drawing the foul, and will earn a trip to the free throw line. The first free throws of the night for the Lions. Jesse, 14 to 21, how important are these free throws going to be for either team, but specifically for the Lions this evening? Yeah, I mentioned first free throws of the night, and for the Lions, just to see the ball go in the basket at this point, obviously (laughs) it's been a a tough first half as Eli Scott does knock down the first free throw. Mentioned the good news for them, still a very close game. They've done a good job on the other side of the floor to keep themselves in position. And I'm sure Stan Johnson will have a lot of words for the team in halftime about getting their offense in a much better flow, but certainly getting to the free throw line is, is one remedy. And Scott doing a good job there. 71% 71% free throw shooter on the season so far. And he splits the pair, made the first, missed the second. And it's a six-point lead for UC Irvine. 21-15, one remaining here in this first half. It's Justin Hone, left wing for our Isaiah Lee. As Lee, top for Austin Johnson, works it right back to Lee on the left wing. Around his screen, working pick and roll, tries to find Johnson, nearly through the pass behind him. Johnson now, left post, trying to double clutch, but traveled with the basketball. And again, Lea Pepe underneath. He's a very hard defender to move. And Johnson kind of got bumped off track and traveled, giving it back to the Lions with one minute to play here in this first half. Look we'll another example of Lea Pepe's diversity and, and uh, I guess, diversity of skills, I should say, and how much of a utility player he is. There's not much he can't do. As Douglas in a crowd to the rim on the left side and banks it in. Uh, The Lions get a field goal, ending a drought of nearly three minutes and make it a four-point game as Russell Turner will call for time. A 30-second timeout for UC Irvine, so we'll keep it right here. 41.2 seconds to go in the first half of play, and UC Irvine with a four-point lead, 21-17. to Jonathan, for the Lions, it's really been those two guys, Eli Scott, who just connected on a free throw, and Damian Douglas, they account for 13 of the 17 points for LMU. Well, we talked early in this game, Jesse, or early in the broadcast, I should say, about how important it's going to be for LMU to not only score out off the bench, but also utilize all of their starters offensively to score. Uh, And so far, that hasn't really been the case. Scott and Douglas, as you said, accounting for 13 points. Scott with seven, Douglas with six. But you look over at the UC Irvine roster and, you know, Welp's got six, Baker's got six, Green's got two. The scoring isn't much more spread out, but it is a little bit more so for them. And so I think LMU is going to have to do a better job of relying on some of their shooters from the outside, but also handing the ball off to some of the other guys that can get it done inside. Yeah, no question about it, as the Lions will have Lynn Anderson, Damian Douglas, Joe Quintana, Eli Scott, and Kelly Lea Pepe on the floor, as you see Irvine inbounds to Geron Test, Left wing for Isaiah Lee, now to Colin Welp, who hands off to Justin Hone down the middle of the lane, looking inside, pass deflected by Douglas, diving. It'll be out of bounds off of the Lions, but great effort again defensively for the Lions. We stay UC Irvine basketball with 16 on the shot clock and 30.5 seconds remaining in the half. Yeah, the Lions are going to be happy about that one, even though possession goes to UC Irvine. It was a great defensive stop from Douglas. Inbound from Lee to Brad Green goes right back to Lee. Across lane, right wing for Artest. Back up top to Hone with seven on the shot clock. Picks up the dribble on the left wing. Had it knocked away, picked up by Welp. Has to create at the end of the shot clock. Tough fall away jumper off the mark. Rebound taken by the Lions. It'll be a shot clock violation with 13 seconds to go. So LMU said their saving grace in this first half has been their defense allowed them to stay in this ball game yes yeah, nice to see too. very few defensive lapses from this team we're seeing scott play really really good body up defense and obviously lea pepe has been a brick wall tonight and Matias Markison early in the game when he was playing has been good jalen anderson also very very quick on his feet out there as anderson with the basketball here five seconds to go in the half down the lane attacks the basket in traffic no layup is off the mark and that'll end the first half of play as lmu We'll go into the break, trailing by four, 21-17 at the half. And we'll have a quick talk with Stan Johnson. Coach, obviously an offensive struggle in the first half, but your defense kept you in it. What do you need to do better in the second half to turn things around?
1: Well, I I thought we, our hearts are in the right place. I thought we tried to get everything on our own though. We're we're not sharing it. We didn't get enough penetration. We didn't get them to help enough. We're standing around a lot on offense. We have not executed. Um, But the primary reason we're struggling is because we don't have enough movement right now. Guys are standing, you gotta give a lot of credit to them. They've done a good job, but we've gotta be a lot more aggressive uh, with our cuts and our screening action.
0: All right, coach, thank you for your time. Good luck in the second half. A little halftime conversation with the coach there. 17-21, about 15 minutes of halftime, and we'll be back in action. Jesse Cass there speaking with head coach Stan Johnson. Obviously, Jesse with the Lions trailing by four. Not a huge mountain to overcome, but still not where they would have wanted to be going into the half. Yeah, no question. As the Lions, you heard it from Stan Johnson there. He said their hearts are in the right place. But just the execution offensively has been a little bit slow. As we we'll want let you know, that halftime interview is brought to you by SEIA. As a sponsor of LMU Athletics, SEIA offers investment management and financial planning services to affluent investors and corporations. For more information, please visit SEIA.com. So mention the Lions trail by four here at the half. As you mentioned, Jonathan, it could be a lot worse for the Lions. Uh, anytime you shoot 8 of 27 and 0 of 11 from three-point range, you would expect to be down by, by quite a bit. But on the flip side, mentioned they've held UC Irvine to 9 of 30 and just one of six from downtown. That's the reason they've been able to stay in the ball game. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see LMU's defense being as effective as it has been as you were speaking there with Coach Johnson. And, you know, he was saying as well uh, that their heart's in the right place, but they need to turn that into physical execution, which I think is going to be the big thing going into the second. So we'll take a quick break as the LME Lions trail by 4 at the half, 21-17. We'll be back here on the WCC Network. Don't go away. Welcome back everybody, Jesse Cass joined by Jonathan Grace here at halftime, LMU trails UC Irvine. 21 to 17 at the break, as you can imagine, a low scoring first half. Both teams really struggled offensively. But the good news is we have a close game, and I think both teams will make those adjustments and we should get a much more exciting and well played second half coming up. Absolutely, Jesse. And I think we haven't really seen the Lions defense be this effective this season. So it's really interesting to watch them go out and exciting to see them flex their stuff. We've seen Kelly Le Pepe be very effective. Even Eli Scott they play some really, really good defense against bigger guys. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot that worked offensively in that first half for either team. For the Lions, Eli Scott and Damian Douglas were the two that accounted for 13 of the 17 points in the first half for the Lions. It's certainly not a surprise to see those two scoring the basketball. They simply need the usual suspects who have really scored well most of the season to do so here tonight, which we haven't seen yet. Well, I think, Jesse, as we saw in game one against UC Santa Barbara, uh, LMU is going to need to spread out the scoring. Of course, Eli Scott in that game, he had a career best uh, and it still wasn't enough. So I think LMU is going to really have to diversify the scoring. As we've said all season, they've got one of the best benches in the WCC, so they got to use that. They, you know, Kelly Le Pepe is in there, uh, hasn't scored as much as he would have liked to. Obviously, Matias hasn't played too many minutes because of a little bit of foul trouble, uh, but we'll see how that all plays out in Second half. Yeah, we should mention as well, Quinton Jackson Jr. injured his ankle the other day in practice. He was in a boot, so that's another player of the Lions. You know, he doesn't score a ton, but he is another ball handler. Gets the offense rolling so potentially that a factor here tonight as well yeah and i'm excited to see what jalen anderson can do in the second half as well i mean he came out uh seemingly pretty strong and he likes to control the offense take the ball up to midcourt and work with it uh, and we've seen sometimes how that can get him in trouble with the shot clock but you know he's a player with so much potential who makes a lot of really smart plays so maybe a little break at halftime is all he needs to kind of get that scoring going in the second and we've seen this lions team have very strong games from behind the arc, including one here in Gerson Pavilion where they made 15. They're 0 for 11 from downtown right now. You heard from Stan Johnson at the break. Really, I think more pace, more movement of bodies in the basketball will help open up the floor to see more of those made three-pointers that we've been used to from this Lions team in the early part of the season. And we've seen, too, Jesse, how effective LMU's offense can be when they move the ball quickly and sharply uh, and accurately. There have been a couple errant passes here and there, and that leads to early turnovers, or easy turnovers, I should say, which can translate into points off turnovers. Uh, But ball movement around the perimeter, ball movement inside, we've seen little glimmers of it so far, but if they can keep doing that consistently, uh, consistently, that'll help the scoring. And the Lions, we know, 3-0 in their home floor. Of course, as it is in 2020 and 2021 going forward, no fans in the building, but that hasn't stopped the Lions from being 3-0. They want to keep that moniker going and try to improve to 4-0, but we know work to do in the second half for them. Yeah, and this would be LMU's first uh, set of two wins in a row if they can pull this one off tonight, but remember UC Irvine also searching for their first road win, and really their first win against a D1 opponent. Yeah, I mentioned in the beginning of the broadcast, UC Irvine has played some tough teams, Pepperdine, San Diego State, USC, their only wins against lower division opponents, so they're certainly hungry to get that first D1 win. As as for the Lions, they're trying to get over 500, and as we said, improve to 4-0 and here at Gersten Pavilion. We'll see who can do it and come out on top in the second half here. Again, the score, 21-17. The Lions trail as you're watching LME basketball on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. back to gerson pavilion everybody john of the grace with you here jesse will be back in just a moment he's on instagram live with frenchy make sure to stay tuned on instagram and twitter during the whole game to catch up with frenchy and see what he's up to but we've got an exciting one here today 21 17 lmu trails by just four so it's a close one but going into the half it was a scoring drought of three minutes and 20 seconds for the uc irvine anteaters Crucially, they had four turnovers during that time as well. Both teams really lacking in the scoring department, 30% each, which is not where you want to be after uh, a full half of basketball for either ball club. But LMU is still struggling a little bit with turnovers. Nine apiece, interestingly, though, so neither team really out of the woods yet there with that one and as we mentioned four straight turnovers in the last three minutes to end the half so LMU's defense really going to work. We were speaking with Jesse just before the half about how exciting it is to see LMU's defense really come to life and come into its own something that we haven't really seen consistently all season but it was uh, well and working alive and well shall we say in that first half scoring hasn't been spread out as much as LMU would have liked Scott with seven Douglas with six no surprises there they're both very big scores, Scott with one personal foul, but Douglas doesn't have any. Joe Quintana, who's been out there a little bit, no points from him. Jalen Anderson, the star freshman, with that step back two buzzer beater to start off the season well against Southern Utah. He's only got two tonight. Kelly LePepe, the man, the mitt, the mullet with just two. He's one for five from the field and over three from downtown. LMU yet to make a three ball. We've kind of seen this unfortunate up and down roller coaster trend with this team where LMU will have some games where they'll shoot 15 three balls successfully. And you know, we saw that here at home a couple couple games ago, but tonight no good. So we'll see. We still have a whole second half of basketball left to go, about three minutes left in halftime before we return to the action. But UC Irvine, you know, not much better from downtown. One for six. Although their free throw shooting has been a lot better, two for two, they're trying to capitalize on those mistakes from the line. And of course, in a game that's going to be this close, you have to do that. LMU shooting around the 72-73 percentage mark as a team. So they're going to have to, to improve that a little bit as well. But Eli Scott split his last free throw attempts one for two. He's really been the only line that's gotten to take a trip to the line. Welp has 11 rebounds though for UC Irvine. So they're gonna have to do a better job of shutting him down off the glass. Rebounding is usually something LMU does exceptionally well and they're trailing that battle 20 to 19. The defensive rebounds though, it's even 16 apiece. Second chance points though, goes in favor of UC Irvine. So let's move into a couple of things that LMU is gonna have to keep doing or improve on to get this second half rolling, I think one of the first things is relying on those three-point shooters. Their, their scoring from the perimeter has been non-existent, and LMU has a lot of really good three-point shooters that they're going to have to rely on. Obviously, we've seen Kelly Le Pepe be able to shoot the three-ball. Ivana Lipiev, also one of the biggest scorers from downtown, but Damian Douglas and Joe Quintana also can really, really contribute from downtown. LMU's defense is going to have to stay strong. We've seen them shut down, uh, drawn our test inside, and... Outside as well, he's one of the best three-point shooters for this Anteaters team. So LMB's defense is going to have to stay vigilant, stay on their feet, but I think really the biggest thing is they're going to have to come out hot, firing on all cylinders out of the half. 21-17, just a four-point game, a two-possession ball game. Anything can happen. So stick with us when we return. Jesse will be back with us. You're watching Lions men's basketball on the WCC Network, powered by Watch Stadium. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace with you here at Halftime. The Halftime Report brought to you by SEIA. Jesse Cass will be back with us in a minute. As we mentioned, he's on social media right now with Frenchy. Amazing to be surrounded by such a talented team. So make sure you stay caught up on social media to see everything. Jesse and Frenchie are up to. Jesse will be back with us shortly for your play by play. But let's take you through a little bit of a second half preview. We mentioned some of the things LMU is going to have to do to improve on their play. In the second, LMU's defense was there, but the offense was a little bit lacking. So expect to see a little bit more offensive production here for this Lions team heading into the second. As we get out on the court for you, we'll reset the lineups. For LMU, it's Jalen Anderson, the star freshman, wearing number 12. He's joined by Eli Scott also, who's been one of the leading scorers for the Lions tonight. Damian Douglas out there as well with Joe Quintana. And of course, the man, the myth, the mullet, Kelly Lea Pepe with that hair flowing in the wind, and we get things going here. Jalen Anderson starting things off hot. Eli Scott up top, and he'll get the basketball right away. Joe Quintana down to the left side, bottom of your screen. Jalen Anderson now, he's going to go to work from the middle. A little step up too, draws a foul from Damian Douglas. And just like that, the Lions offense not quite getting there, but an opportunity off a foul potentially coming up. taking the reins we had some technical issues with the Instagram live back in the the hallway so we're (laughs) we're back here as you heard Jonathan say Lions trail by four and Damian Douglas did a nice job getting to the free throw line to open up the half and Jonathan we mentioned Damian was one of the two Lions who at least had some effectiveness in the first half and immediately aggressive here to start the second yeah absolutely It was good on him to get to the inside, and even though he was in traffic, make the effort play and draw the foul. Although the basket didn't go, he's getting a chance to make up for it at the line. Yeah, J.C. Butler picked up the foul, his third personal. First team foul for UC Irvine. Both teams just committed five team fouls apiece in the first half. And we only saw two free throws for each team in the first half. So partly the reason why we saw such a low score total. As Douglas misses the second, Leia Pepe couldn't Fully, cleanly grabbed the rebound, but knocked it off of UC Irvine, and the Lions will get a continued possession. Stan Johnson mentioned to you, Jesse, that their hearts were in the right place, and you can see it there. They're trying to make these effort plays. We saw some from Damian Douglas early on where he bobbed and weaved and moved in the air to make the basket inside. They're just going to have to turn it into more scoring, especially from downtown. Jalen Anderson into Eli Scott and bounces back up top for Anderson, who's covered by Isaiah Lee. Gets a screen from Leia Pepe. Hesitation dribble, kicks back to Leia Pepe. He'll drive into the body, cut off by Green. Lions swing at right corner for Eli Scott with five on the shot clock. Up and under across the lane, left-hand floater is good. Now Eli Scott with a nice, patient move in the lane, and the Lions get three points on that possession and cut the deficit to one, 21-20 to submit nearly a minute gone by in the second half. Jesse doesn't take much. There was that ball movement that we were talking about that LMU needs in halftime. And we're starting to see little glimmers of it so far in the second. Geron test into left corner to Isaiah Lee. Dumps down left post for Brad Green. Green working on Lea Pepe. Swivels away and banks it in with the left hand. Nice up and under move from Brad Green, who was quiet in that first half. Second field goal of the night. Four points for the big man who came in averaging. 11 and a half points and six rebounds. Leia Lea Pepe near side to Joe Quintana. He'll toss it to Douglas who swings it cross court in the right corner to Leia Pepe into the body of Colin Welp in an offensive foul on Kelly Lea Pepe, his first first-team foul for the Lions in the second half. It's not the way LMU wanted that to go. You can see Stan Johnson trying to talk things over with the official. Ball will go UC Irvine's way. Yeah, Welp looked like he might have anticipated the contact a little early, but Leia Pepe still drove into him nonetheless as Dawson Baker tough, floater, well defended by Douglas. Rebound batted around and secured by Douglas and now passes up ahead to Jaylen Anderson who leaves it to Eli Scott. Working around a couple Leia Pepe screens, trying to find Anderson and bumped and fouled as he tried to pass it away. foul will be on Colin Welp, his first second team foul for UC Irvine. Back and forth play there for Colin well, but Eli Scott doing his best he could to try to move the ball away from himself in traffic. We've seen LMU get themselves into a little bit of trouble offensively tonight when they go and collapse into traffic and allow the defense to collapse around them. Let's see what they can do here. up Pepe off the inbound, hands off to Jalen Anderson, hopping into the lane, cut off nicely by Isaiah Lee, so he tosses back out, center of the floor to Joe Quintana. Gets a high screen from Leia Pepe. Kicks it left corner for Douglas. Sets the feet for a left corner three just off the back iron. And the rebound taken by Dawson Baker. Damian Douglas not necessarily known as a three-point shooter, but he's a 55% three-point shooter on his career coming into tonight. And a foul called on the other end. It'll be on the Lions and see which player. It's on Damian Douglas. That's his first second team foul for the Lions. LMU, again, going to have to stay out of foul trouble. wasn't too much of an issue in the first, but we've seen how it can hurt them late in games. Irvine inbounds out of the timeout. Dawson Baker on the right wing, covered by Douglas. Takes it left wing behind the arc to Isaiah Lee. Crossing over against Anderson. Hops the lane, stripped by Anderson. Tried to deflect it, but it goes right back to Irvine. Welp catch and shoot three, no. Offensive board by Green. Blocked at the rim by Douglas. Out of bounds, it'll stay Irvine basketball, but... That's been a constant tonight, Jonathan. Swarming defense, especially at the rim for the Lions, who at times are a little undersized, but you wouldn't know it by how they're defending against Irvine tonight. Yeah, Alamu, we've we mentioned Eli Scott doing well with the size matchup there with well, but Damian Douglas, his defense has been great tonight as well. As Geron Artest off the curl on the inbound knocks down the jumper. He definitely has shooting ability. His second field goal of the night makes it a five-point lead. For UC Irvine. Their largest lead was a seven point advantage. Lions have led by just two in this ballgame as Damian Douglas slings it in right post for Eli Scott, covered by Welp. Kicks out to Anderson, who re enters to Scott, knocked away by Welp, but it'll stay Lion basketball. 17 minutes to play. 12 on the shot clock, and LMU trails 25 to 20. Again, LMU trailing by a score that's tantalizingly close. Just two possessions could tie or give LMU the lead. Of course the three ball shooting has still not been there for LMU. Two three balls in this game for UC Irvine just one excuse me none for LMU. So LMU is gonna have to start producing from downtown. Yeah 0 of 12 from downtown is Anderson tough drive inside no but Damian Douglas right place at the right time tips it in and makes it a three-point game 25-22 nine points for Douglas as he Continues to carry a heavy load offensively. Again, when it seems like all hope is lost, in swoops Damian Douglas for the effort play. Dawson Baker into the body of Leia Pepe did a good job staying straight up, but the ball comes right back to Baker, and he floats it in from eight feet away. Dawson Baker now with eight points in the ball game to lead the Anteaters. Mentioned he came in leading, averaging the team leading twelve and a half points per game. Yeah, you got to remember, Jesse. There's three players on this UC Irvine team that. Average double figures per game, and Dawson is one of them. As Douglas with a nice spin move, but was met by Brad Green. Missed the shot inside our test. Three ball on the way. No. Anderson volleys the rebound. Stan Johnson not happy about Anderson not grabbing that one with two, and Welt makes him pay with the underhand left-hand scoop layup. And frustration for the Lions as they trail by seven. 29-22, 15-45 to go in the second half. Stan Johnson wants LMU's offense to force the issue. Eli Scott into the body of Green. Again, a lot of contact, but official saying Green kept that verticality. Has a long outlet pass too long off the backboard. Now the Lions look to run out. Anderson heads to Scott. He has it knocked away by Baker. And a timeout and much needed one for the Lions. Again, starting to get a little flustered in that of sorts. They'll have a timeout to talk it over as they trail by seven. 29-22, Irvine in front, 15-28 to go in the second half here on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that University Credit Union is a proud sponsor of LMU Athletics. UCU offers customized financial solutions for LMU faculty, staff, students, alumni, and their immediate families. For more information, please visit ucu.org slash LMU. And Jonathan, here out of the timeout. Similar story, of course, to what we saw at the end of the first half. Lions, though, starting to get a few field goals to drop, but still trying to fight that uphill climb to really get a rhythm which we haven't seen tonight as they trail 29-22. to 22. Yeah, I think the rhythm is the biggest thing, Jesse. LMU just hasn't looked comfortable enough. It, crucially, Matthias Markusen, though, back in the game. Let's see what the big man can do. Lions immediately go to him in the right post, and he'll draw a foul matched up with the 7-foot, 300-pound Emmanuel Shimunga, who picks up his second personal third-team foul. Markusen, seven minutes in the ball game, had two fouls in the first half, but despite not scoring, we saw some presence and energy from Markson. Four rebounds and two block shots and now trying to get himself on the scoreboard. Yeah, blocking has been fantastic for both teams. We've seen Damian Douglas swoop in out of nowhere and do a little bit of a LeBron James block at the rim, but UC Irvine not exempt from that either. Their blocking game has been sharp tonight as well. Four blocks for the Lions, one for the Anteaters, 29-23. Markson came in 61% at the free throw line, although he usually shoots at a higher clip than that as he makes one and misses one, so continues some rare struggles at the line. Lions trail by six, 29-23. It's UC Irvine with the basketball. Justin Hone driving down the lane. Nice left-hand scoop under the arm of Markson, but it rolls off the iron, and the Lions collect the rebound as Joe Quintana. Hesitation dribble, goes left corner for Alipiev. it, kicks it up top to Scott, who resets to Quintana. Well behind the arc, now back the dribble to midcourt. Look for a high screen, he has options on both sides. Goes to the right with the screen from Markison. Now hands off to Scott. The weave handoff to Alipiev, wheeling around to the right wing. Kicks it right corner for Douglas, up top for Scott. Bluffs on the three, now he'll step back for a deep left wing two. No good offensive board by Markison. Trying to go up in traffic, he had to put the dribble down because he was bumped and fouled again. Uh, Marcuson doing work on the glass, and Jonathan, if Matias can stay out of foul trouble in the second half, this matchup in particular, we mentioned the size of UC Irvine with Welp at 6'9", Green at 6'11", and 270 pounds, and Shimonga seven-footer, 300 pounds. This is a matchup where the Lions could use Marcuson's production. Oh, Absolutely. I think Marcuson on Shemunga is going to be a really, really exciting one if he can stay in this game, Jesse. We've seen little glimmers of it already. As Eli Scott in a crowd, gave out the, the yell with the contact and got the foul as he'll get a trip to the free throw line on back-to-back fouls for the Anteaters. That one was on Austin Johnson, his second. And Irvine up to five team fouls as Eli Scott one of two at the free throw line tonight. 71% on the year will shoot two for the Lions with 14.28 to go in the second half and LNU trailing by six. And you know, Jesse, it's no surprise to see Matias back in this game. Obviously, with two personal fouls early on, the Lions wanted to keep them in their back pocket for this crucial second half. Let's see what they can do to try to mitigate that size deficit, as you were saying. Shamunga comes off the court, but... The height matchup remains. Yeah, Brad Green, 6'11", 270. So well, that size has been apparent for the Anteaters, who big physical team, but the Lions have done well defensively and on the glass as, again, they split at the free throw line. LMU just four of eight from the stripe. And they trail by five, 29-24. Andre Henry, left wing for Justin Hone, Joe Quintana rips away the steal, now passes off to Douglas, one-on-one to the rim for a two-handed jam as Douglas wins the foot race and flushes it home to bring the Lions within three. Damian Douglas with a couple highlight reel baskets tonight. He's on fire, Jesse. Yeah, Damian Douglas coming off a career-high 23. He has 11 points to lead the Lions tonight. Makes it a one-possession ball game as. Brad Green puts up the baby hook. Good step up there from Quintana on the rotation to make Green think about it. And then zips a pass into Alipiev who lays it in. Joe Quintana on both ends stepped in on the rotation and then went with the no-look express to Alipiev for the layup. And it's a one-point game, 29-28 with 13.39 to play. Yeah, the transition game has started to come alive a little bit for LMU. and This is something that we've seen Stan Johnson want to try to get going. They've implemented an entirely new scheme this season. So with that, we'll send it to break, and we'll be back with more action. A one-point game, you're watching LMU Lions men's basketball on the WCC Network, powered by Watch Stadium.
2: One point game here at Gerson Pavilion as UC Irvine leads 29 to 28, but there's still plenty of time left in the game. Now, right now, fans, it is time for our recognition and fan of the game. And today we are recognizing student Taylor Pajunin. Now, she is a senior studying Spanish and anti-racism studies and is a huge fan of the Lions. All right, Taylor, thank you so much for continuing support. And let's get back to this game.
0: Thank you, Frenchy. Thank you, Taylor. Has playback underway. LMU on a 6-0 run, looking to keep that going. As Justin Hone aggressive drive inside, no tip from Brad Green gets the friendly roll off the back run, back iron and in, and makes it a three-point lead to end that 6-0 run. 31-28, UC Irvine in front with 13-12 to go in the second half. Yeah, LMU's doing a good job of closing this gap. It looks like their their offense rather is starting to come alive a little bit. As Marcuson with a no look to Douglas, who continues to put the highlight reel in rotation. Another jam for Douglas with two hands for safety and makes it a one-point game again. 31-30 with 12.51 to go. Douglas controlling the airspace so far for the Lions. Couple hard dunks for him. Floater on the way from DJ Davis is short. Rebound tapped out to Douglas, and the Lions look to take the lead for the first time since it was 12 to 10 at the 7.46 mark of the first half as Joe Quintana. Crossover dribble, kicks it up for Eli Scott, working at the top of the key. Dumps down, mid-post for Markison, deflected. Markison recovers. Back out to Scott, now left wing for Alipiev, and out. Center of the floor for Quintana. Shot clock down to seven. Quintana trying to creep, bounce it off the foot of his defender all the way across the timeline and picked up by UC Irvine as they come away with the turnover. It's actually a good decision there from Alipiev to actually not dive on the floor but stay upright and recover defensively because he noticed he was the only Lion there on that half of the court. Brad Green in and out on the three. Lions pushing back the other way. And Austin Johnson will pick up his third personal foul. Six-team foul. Mentioned the Lions have not been effective from the free throw line, but they're on the doorstep of the penalty with 11.54 to go, as that'll send us to another timeout on the floor. 11.54 to go in the second half. UC Irvine 31, LMU 30 on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. back, everybody. Jonathan Grace joined by Jesse Cass here. Look, any professional or college basketball team has to stay mobile and Superior Tours is the exclusive transportation provider for LMU Athletics. For more information on your transportation needs, please contact Superior Tours. As out of the timeout, 11.40 11.54 rather to go in the second half. LMU trailing by one, 31-30. And Jonathan after the Lions really struggled from the field just 8 of 27 in the first half. They're 5 of 10 in the second half. And looks to continue that here out of the timeout as Damian Douglas hop into the rim, double clutching and banks it in. Damian Douglas, unstoppable in the second half. 15 points for the sophomore, and the Lions take their first lead since the middle of the first half. Boy, what a last couple games he's had. Damian Douglas is one of the main reasons LMU's offense has started to come back to life here in the second, Jesse. Oh, the Lions. Retake the lead, 32 to 31. 11:27 to go here in the second half as Colin Welt battling in the right post with Eli Scott, and Eli Scott using that forearm to push off a little bit. Whistled for the foul. That'll be the second on Scott. 13 foul for the Lions here in the second half. It'll reset the shot clock to 20, and Irvine will inbound to the left of their basket. Scott and Douglas leading the way scoring wise, 10 points. For Scott, 15 for Damian Douglas. See if Eli can stay out of foul trouble. As well. off the screen, dumps it back down for the inbounder Lee, but he lost it. And Quintana rips it away on the run, kicks it to Alipiev. sets the feet for a right wing three. Trevion! Ivan Alipiev. call him a three-von as he knocks down <laughs> the Lions' first three of the night. They were w- 0 of 12. Make it one of 13 as the Lions on a 7-0 run lead by four. We know Stan Johnson's excited. He's usually down on Lenny. He is up and watching with the eagle eye for this Lions team as their offense is starting to produce finally in the second. And the defense still holding firm. You see Irvine another miss as they're 5 of 15 in the second half. Alipiev off the pass from Scott. Drives, kicks it to Quintana. He'll pump. Put up the floater on the run and misfire. And the rebound taken by UC Irvine, 35-31. Lions in the front with 10.33 to play. As Colin Welp putting that head down, driving to the rim and drawing a foul. And it'll be on Eli Scott once again, his third. With 10.30 to play and free throws coming for the Anteaters. We'll expect Eli Scott to take a seat for just a minute here, but a 7-0 run after two and a half minutes of play, 13-2 run. Just under five minutes for the Lions, 35 31. LMU up by three, excuse me, by two. 10 30 to play. At 35 31, four point edge for the Lions as Welp's first free throw is off the mark. And one more coming for the big man Welp, a 6'9 redshirt Junior from Seattle, Washington. Matching all Big West's first team a year ago. And one more coming for 6'9 forward. Second free throw is good as he splits the pair. Makes it a three-point ballgame, 35-32. Eli Scott to the bench with those three personal fouls. Colin Welp will get a breather for the Anteaters as well. And Cody Pugh back in the ballgame for the Lions, along with Jalen Anderson. They're joined by Douglas Alipiev and Marcuson. Markison, the high screen for Alipiev, keeps the dribble alive. Down the lane, floater on the run, no, rebound. Tip taken by Cody Pugh in traffic. Goes up, can't get it to fall. Tip by Marcuson. And they're going to say the ball was on the cylinder. Stan Johnson looks on in disbelief. Did look from the naked eye, from this vantage point, like it had come off the cylinder. So Stan Johnson might have had a, a good gripe there. Yeah, that's, it's a tough one to call when, when everyone's packed in like that. But it did look definitely like the ball, as you said, Jesse, was out of the cylinder. Irvine will catch the break on that one. Dawson Baker, floater on the run, short off the iron. Rebound again, fought for in traffic. Baker rips it away from Markison. Scramble on the floor, picked up by the Anteaters as play continues. Officials letting them get after it in the lane as Dawson Baker, drive, kick outside. Left wing three from J.C. Butler, short off the iron. Cody Pugh trying to chase down the rebound and save it, and does as he threw it back in bounce. Isaiah Lee tried to corral it but could not. And a wild scrum of a play results in the Lions getting the ball back with 9.35 to go. Great effort there by Cody Pugh. Wearing number five in white this evening. Hasn't played a ton of minutes, but coming in right away and making an impact. Yeah, Cody Pugh, the transfer from Stanford, graduate transfer. Coming back from injury in just his second game here in a Lion uniform. Trying to make an impact here as Jalen Anderson over to Kelly Lea Pepe, who just checked back in. Works in the middle, Lane kicks it out for Pugh. Straight away, three ball on the way, Trevian! Cody Pugh right on cue, and the Lions lead 38-32 with 9.12 to go. 3 p.m., Pew, right on cue. You're a poet, Jesse. <laughs> you know, sometimes it just comes to you, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions lead by six as UC Irvine looking to respond. Austin Johnson on the drive, and he traveled with the basketball, took a little bunny hop. And the Lions get it back and mentioned that long run they were on. That continues as 21-11 to 11 in the half, but now 16-3 to three overall in the last six minutes and change for the Lions to take a six-point lead. You can, you can definitely see a change in the energy for this Lions team. They looked a little bit slow and sluggish in the first, and now they're just excited. Lea Pepe, right wing three. That one's a bit strong, and Colin Welp secures the rebound for the Anteaters, and they will... Pushed into the front court without a field goal in four and a half minutes. They've missed their last five from the floor as Welp looking to create. Spinning against Pugh, floater in the lane, no. And Alipiev flies in to take the rebound in the middle of the lane. And the 6'8 forward will trot it into the front court. Top of the key, swings over to Douglas. Thought about a three. Instead picks up the dribble and now looking for a safety valve. Bounces it underneath for Leia Pepe. Open at the rim, counted and a foul. Kelly Leia Pepe flung that one from his shoe tops and able to bank it in with contact from Welp and a chance for a three-point play. Nothing phases 34 and wide. Kelly Lea Pepe, what a play to keep that scoring going for the Lions and crucially open it up to an eight-point lead. And Damian Douglas, who had passed up a three and then picked up a dribble in a bad spot, somehow able to pivot and then beautifully find Lea Pepe underneath under the rim from the left corner to the right side of the block and Lea Pepe able to convert on that the run continues for the Lions 12 to 1 run over the last four minutes and 48 seconds and it's an eight point lion lead 40 to 32 815 to play and Leia Pepe to the line for his first free throw of the night 70 percent free throw shooter knocks it down it's a nine point lead for the Lions yeah, Jesse, I think LMU's pace of play has increased tremendously. You can see Stan Johnson from the sideline. He was advocating for that the whole first half. Play faster, be more aggressive, recover faster, and I think they're finally doing it. Jalen Anderson applying the pressure, but whistled for the reach and foul from behind. It'll be his first 15 foul for the Lions in the second half. On the video side, you get a good look at Stan Johnson, first-year head coach for the Lions. He's brought this... His energy to the floor from his players here in the second half as Dawson Baker, tough pull-up jumper. Long two ball is good. Ends that 6-0 run, in a run and a 12 run run. Makes it a seven-point line lead, 41-34, as we go under eight minutes to play. Jalen Anderson just toying with him up near midcourt. Joe Quintana run a number of screens. Leaves it back for Eli Scott at the top of the key. Kicks it to Anderson. Left corner three ball is short off the front rim. The rebound collected by UC Irvine. Colin Welp on the catch. Goes left wing to Baker. Now works around a Welp screen and comes right side to Hone. Now in the hands of Geron Artest with 17 on the shot clock. Take the tough fall away jumper from 17 feet away. No good. Rebound tapped from Malipiev to Anderson. And the Lions look to push as Scott lobbing it over for Lea Pepe. Couldn't handle the pass and then tried to save it, but had his foot on the end line. it'll be a turnover for the Lions and ball back at UC Irvine when we return from the timeout on the floor. 7.15 to go in the second half of play. LMU 41 UC Irvine 34 on the WCC network powered by Watch Stadium.
2: 41 to 34, Lions lead, and I'm in a great mood. Listen, thanks to our good friends over at Bristol Farms, I got a gift card for you. All you have to do is head on over to Twitter and check out this really cool gift we have of some of your favorite Lions players. Now, you're gonna take a screenshot and be sure to tweet us. And just like that, you can be a big winner of a Bristol Farms gift card, all right? Head on over to Twitter right now, and we'll find a winner soon. Let's go, Lions. What's going on over there, Jesse?
0: Yes, indeed, Frenchy Lions lead by 7, 41-34. 7.15 remaining here in the second half. LMU after going 8 of 27 in the first half. They're 9 of 19 in the second, and have hit a couple three-pointers after an offer in the first half as well, and have really ratcheted up the energy a level, as we'll see if they can continue that out of the timeout. UC Irvine with the basketball as Dawson Baker wheels around the baseline, kicks it up top. Colin Wilp handling now. Hands off for Baker with 7 on the shot clock. Down the lane, floater inside, rattles around and falls through for Dawson Baker who has 12 points to lead the Anteaters and makes it a five point game with 6.40 to go. Yeah, Baker's had a big night and that was a very tough play against the Lions defense that has been very strong tonight. Baker, I think Aikshin even had the ball tipped as he went up, but good on him. That's Douglas trying to drive down the lane as well. Got blocked at the rim by Brad Green as the last line of defense. Stays Lion basketball, 6.32 remaining, 17 on the shot clock, 41-36, five-point lead for the Lions, who have Quintana, Douglas, Piev, Lea Pepe, and Scott. Damian Douglas on the drive, kicks it up top for Lea Pepe, straightaway three, is off the side of the iron, no good, good setup from Douglas, but Lea Pepe has had a tough shooting night, two for eight from the field, 0 for five for downtown, and then a foul up the floor on the Lions. Douglas... With all that lean muscle, not one you would associate with someone with huge strength, but he knocked our test back about six feet there. <laughs> and that foul was not on the play on Douglas. It was on Quintana away from the ball, but said it's a basketball is still a contact sport, so you gotta be prepared as East Irvine inbounds our test into Brad Green in the left corner, who hands off to Justin Hone. Hone, working into a trap, tries to find a safety valve, gets it to Green inside, and he drops in the baby hook with the right hand, and just like that, Irvine back within three on back-to-back buckets. Six minutes to play, 41-38 lines in front. And Matias not really used to playing against someone who can match his size. Eli Scott bounces it left corner for a leap. You have three on the way. No. Marcuson with a good back tap. Gets it to Scott who bounces to Douglas. Extra pass to Markson. Counter and a foul as he dunks it home. And great effort all around. Marcuson with the initial offensive rebound back tap. And then Douglas with that extra pass underneath setting up Markson at the rim. Matias rebounding, facilitating, and scoring all in one play. Tremendous stuff there from 14 and white. The big man gets it done. Marcuson, three points, but seven rebounds and a couple of block shots. He works his way back. M- mentioned in the last game how Douglas and Quintana, of course, have played so well. They missed a full year. Hard to remember that Matias also coming back from a full year off, so you know, knocking some of that rust off as well. And he's been a little bit inconsistent, but the games where he's been on, man, he's been on. And it, you know, plays like that show what a special player Matias is to this team he misses at the line so stays a five point lead for the lions 43 38 5 30 remaining in the ball game as geron artest working around defenders in the right corner goes to hone who just kept the pivot foot down and play continues for the anteaters well leaves back to hone with nine on the shot clock driving down the left side floater on the run off the back rim no and douglas grabs the rebound with one arm as he Passes up ahead to Quintana, who will slow the pace for the Lions with 5.09 remaining and LMU in front by five. The LMU's done a much better job of controlling the pace of play, and what a change of pace it has been from the first half. Dawson Baker, a little too close for comfort. Just a touch foul underneath, or way out top by midport. That'll send Ivan Alipiev to the free throw line on the 19th foul. One and one situation for Alipiev. He has not been to the line often this year, but he is six for six. Baker, it was an interesting reach there. He was actually going, Alipiev had the ball exposed on the back side and he reached in there. So he did see space, he just didn't get it done cleanly. Alipiev, five points, six rebounds, and 19 minutes of action here tonight. Front end free throw, no good. Offensive board by Marcuson. Brought it down, had it stripped, gets it back. Goes up in traffic and draws a foul. Oh, Alipiev couldn't convert but again Marcuson on the glass, his eighth rebound in just 14 minutes. And he'll go back to the free throw line on the fourth personal foul on Austin Johnson. That's the tenth team foul for so the Lions who have had their struggles at the line. Just five of eleven will now get the automatic two shots instead of one and one. Well, not only had the Lions struggled before this but they really just didn't have that many opportunities at the stripe. And Matias knocks another one down. so. Those numbers improved to 50%. Yeah, six of 12, four points, eight rebounds for Markison. And One more free throw coming for the big man. Second free throw, good as well. And the Lion lead is seven. Just under five minutes to play. UC Irvine comes left to right with the basketball. Justin Hohen, right wing for Dawson Baker. Head of steam down the lane. Ball swings around to Hohen. Left wing three ball is good. As Quintana was out there to contest, but Hone knocks it down nonetheless and makes it a four-point game again. So we're going down the wire, 4.33 remaining. Lions hold it on to that four-point advantage, 45-41. Another team giving an inch. LMU's offense is coming alive, but their defense is having to work for it as well. It's a dangerous pass from Quintana, saved by Eli Scott. Oh, Lions still with 10 on the shot clock to work with. Quintana finds the cut in. A leap. You have at the rim. No, tipped up and in by Marcusin. Oh, Marcuson attacking the glass. His ninth rebound and a big bucket. And the Lions lead by six. 47 41, 404 to go. And Matias, who was pretty much absent in the first half, has come in now with seven points and nine rebounds, crucially for this Lions team. Dawson Baker. Around the back pass for Austin Johnson. Goes left wing to Geron Artest. Picks up the dribble. Out to Colin Welp. Couple of jab steps. Shot clock winding down. Three on the clock. Has to create. Follow a jumper. Does not get it off in time. And the Lions force a shot clock violation with 3.40 remaining. As we hit a timeout on the floor. 3.40 to go. LMU in front. 47-41 here on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. here at Gerson Pavilion. I want to let you know Hercules Tires is the official tire of LMU athletics. More information can be found at HerculesTires.com. As Jesse Cass here with Jonathan Grace and Jonathan, the Lions lead by six, 47-41, with three minutes and 40 seconds remaining here in the second half. And after a pretty ugly first half for both teams, offensively, we've seen a really competitive ball game breakout like we expected in this second half of play. Jesse, I think it's been a tale of two halves for this Lions team. They really struggled in a lot of areas in the first. But man, they have come back. Damian Douglas has been such a star here in this second half, really in this game as a whole, 15 points tonight for him. The Lions face some full court pressure, but work out of it nicely with a couple of crisp passes. And the Lions now operate in the half court with that six-point lead in their pocket as Joe Quintana, around a screen from Markison, gives it up top for Scott. Makes the handoff and now attacks the body of Welp, drives to the rim, lost it on the way up and taken away by Welp. And UC Irvine gets a necessary stop for themselves and works back left to right looking to cut into that line lead. Dawson Baker off the handoff down the lane, floater off the back rim, no good, and rebound taken by Quintana. Baker has primarily operated with that floater inside, but that one would not fall, and the lines again with a Another chance to build on their six-point lead with under three minutes to play. Again, we're seeing this Lions defense go to work. It's really starting to come together as a complete picture tonight for Lions tonight. Douglas, aggressive drive from the three-point arc all the way to the iron and draws a foul. Brad Green picks up the foul, and Damian Douglas to the line where he's one of two tonight, 65% on the year, but 15 points and five rebounds for Damian Douglas, who is coming off a career-high 23. He's been stellar all year long, but just continuing to get better game after game. And again, another chance for LMU to go to work at the line. They've been 54% coming in to this first free throw, and those numbers will improve now as they're 8 for 14 as Douglas sinks the first one. Uh, 16 points, lead all scorers for Damian Douglas. 48-41, seven-point lead for the Lions. Douglas can't knock down the free throw, so the Lions have been a fan of going one for two on their trips to the line, but they'll take that seven-point lead. 48-41, 2.37 to go as UC Irvine controls on the near side of the floor. Duran tests into the right corner, goes right wing to Hone, now up top for Colin Welp. Welp. Pivoting in the lane, up and under, left-hander no, but a late whistle and a foul. I'll be the fourth personal on Eli Scott. 16 foul on the Lions, and Colin Welp to the free-throw line. Welp has struggled from the field, 3 of 10, but he has impacted the game greatly. 9 points and 18 rebounds for Welp, so he's certainly been active tonight, and he'll go to the line where he's 3 of 4. Yeah, Colin Welp. Richard Jr. Ford, he averages 10.6 points per game. And as you said, Jesse, has been tremendous off the glass tonight. Leaves one at the line as well. Both teams have struggled. Lines more so at the free throw line. as it's the second miss for Irvine. All five free throws have been from Welp. And six, and now he misses that one as well. So an empty possession for Irvine. The deficit for them stays at seven. 48-41 LMU in front, 2.15 to play. As Alipiev lost it and then able to save it inside. Then a foul on UC Irvine. So the break of all breaks there for the Lions. Nearly turn it over and then able to get bailed out with a foul near midcourt. And they'll go to the free throw line. It was pretty lucky for the Lions. And with 212 in this game, you don't want to lose focus. Despite the uh, lead for LMU here tonight, it's crucial to keep the pressure on no matter what. Douglas, we've talked about how effective he's been will go to work again at the line tonight. He's two for four before this appearance. The first free throw for Douglas is nothing but net. 49-41 lead for LMU. Eli Scott, with those four fouls, will get a breather. Cody Pugh back on the floor. Just three minutes for Cody Pugh, but three points and a rebound and some active time. Second free throw for Douglas is good as he knocks down a pair, and the Lion lead is their largest of the night. A nine point advantage, 50 to 41, 209 remaining. Dawson Baker covered tightly by Douglas, trying to create space. Dumps it down in the right block for Welp, who's now met by Douglas on a switch. Backing down with a left hand dribble, up and under, left handed push shot is good. Oh, Colin Welp puts a double double under his belt, 11 points and 18 boards. and... Keeps Irvine within striking distance as Stan Johnson calls for timeout. He was not happy with the Lions not getting the ball in the front court quicker, so he wants to talk that over with 147 remaining in the Lions in front by seven. Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit tonight, but Coach Johnson on the sideline pretty much all season has been pushing and pushing for this Lions team to push, uh, force the envelope not only on offense and defense, but also in the transition game. I think we started to see it a little more tonight. Uh, But Stan Johnson, the pace of play is very, very important to him. That's a 147 to go. LMU 50. You see Irvine 43. You see the Lions there in a huddle with their head coach Stan Johnson for LMU. You mentioned they've been led by Damian Douglas. 18 points, five boards, and two assists in 34 minutes. And while we have a moment, want to let you know the Lion women's basketball team returns to Gerson Pavilion on December 28th to open up conference play against Gonzaga. Don't miss a minute of the action with Brendan and Gary Craig on the WCC network, the home of Lion women's basketball, as the Lions will inbound here with the basketball and the lead. Eli Scott in for Damian Douglas, who tosses back to the inbounder Scott. Now out near midcourt to Joe Quintana. Lions can let some time wind here, but still want to be aggressive and look to score. As Marcuson over to Scott. Now right wing to Damian Douglas. Looking inside, trying to find Marcuson. Nothing there as gives it out to Eli Scott to Quintana with four. Driving to the rim. Left-hand layup blocked by Green. And the shot clock... Runs out as UC Irvine gets the rebound And play continues just before a shot clock violation. Colin Welp over to Geron Artest as he looks to work around a Welp screen. Goes to Baker. Pump fakes on the three. Trips down, able to keep possession. Kicks it back out for Artest. Shot clock down to 12. Welp trying to create space. Nothing there. Goes up top to Artest. Shot clock down to seven. As Irvine running out of time in this possession, Artest left wing three is good. With three on the shot clock, a bailout three, it makes it just a four-point game with 54.7 seconds to go. So a big shot there from Artest. Yeah, credit to Artest That was a confidence play and a lot of basketball IQ for Jaron Artés. He's a player that's really been able to come into this program and make an impact. As Eli Scott fell asleep at the wheel and chases down for a block, but it's a goaltend. He was kind of surveying the floor and didn't see the defender, Justin Hone, sneak in for his steal. Oh, just like that, it's a two-point game. And for Irvine, they don't need to foul here. Lions with an 8.6-second differential in shot clock. Irvine will play for a stop and does not have to foul. Lions need to take care of the basketball as they get it across the timeline. And now not much of that comfortable lead is left a two-point advantage, 50-48, 25 seconds to play as the Lions hold the basketball. About seven-second difference between game shot and shot clock. Now he's going to want one final say here. As Marcuson sets the high screen for Quintana. Seven on the shot clock. Quintana right wing for Eli Scott. Drives down the lane, attacks the rim. Misses the dunk, but a foul as Eli Scott took flight. Missed the dunk, but he'll get a trip to the free throw line with 10.4 remaining. Scott, who just had that bad turnover, was looking to make amends on a aggressive drive to the rim and now can do so at the free throw line to try to put the lines in front by two possessions. Yeah, Jesse, these are going to be two of the most crucial free throws of the entire game. As we mentioned, coming into this contest, Eli Scott shooting around 72%. So he's going to have to sink both of these if he wants to keep that buffer for LMU. Scott has got 2 of 4 from the line tonight. First free throw in and out, no good. Oh, he needs this one to make it a three-point game. Regardless, it'll be a one-possession ball game. credit Irvine, they were down seven with under a minute to play, but a couple of big plays have them right back within striking distance as Eli Scott looking to try to create some separation for the Lions on the second free throw. That one is good, and it is a three-point game. As UC Irvine will push into the front court, and they will call for time with 6.9 remaining. And Jonathan, it gives us, and more importantly, Stan Johnson and the coaching staff, a quick strategy session here. Always a point of contention, different philosophies with head coaching, but a three-point lead late in the game. Do you foul if you're the Lions, or do you play it straight up and try to defend the three? Oh Gosh, I don't know. I mean, you know, this this UC Irvine team does have three really good three-point shooters during our test we've seen already capitalize from the line tonight. But DJ Davis and Dawson Baker, who's had a huge game already, Baker with 12 points from the field, Gosh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I think with the way this Lions defense has been playing tonight, I think the call, for me anyway, would be to defend the three-point arc and not foul. if the Lions do decide to foul, they have 17 fouls, so it would be a one and one situation rather than two free throws. So we'll see if that plays into the decision-making or not. But regardless, it's Irvine basketball, 6.9 seconds remaining. Irvine is left with one timeout remaining now. The Lions have two timeouts. And we mentioned the foul game, Lions at 17 fouls. You see Irvine at 10 for the Anteaters. They're just three of 12 from downtown tonight. One of those just came a moment ago from our test. Isaiah Lee and Justin Hone with the other two. Hone's three also came in the past few minutes as well. So Irvine trying to send this thing into overtime. The Lions trying to hang on to get their fourth win of the year. It'll be Dawson Baker to inbound along the left sideline. Joined by Justin Hone, Geron Artes, Brad Green, Colin Welp. Imagine the Lions have two timeouts. They're going to use one of them right now after getting a look at the play configuration for Irvine. I think the benefit of this for the Lions is, as you said, Jesse, they just got to see what UC Irvine drew up a little bit. Doesn't mean it'll be the same thing after this timeout. But also, with three points and six seconds, LMU pretty much has a good idea of what UC Irvine's going to do. They're going to go for the three ball. They need to to take it into, overt- into overtime. Of course, LMU cannot foul. We've seen a couple times where shooting fouls have been pretty silly for the Lions. I mean, they're going to have to keep the hands clear. I think it goes without saying. But LMU's defense has been pretty good tonight. And three for 12 from downtown for UC Irvine shows how good their defense has been on the perimeter as well. Yeah, obviously, if you do foul, it has to be on the ground. Is it not a shooting foul? And Let you know quickly, Coach Johnson and the Lions finish this three-game homestand against Cal Poly on Saturday at 6 p.m. Catch all the action with us here in the WCC network, the home of Lion men's basketball, for more exciting action just like this as the Lions looking for a stop here. As mentioned, Dawson Baker again will look to inbound along the left sideline. As Baker looking, he'll... Toss it to Hone coming free off the curl. One dribble, has no room, goes to Welp. Has to put up a desperation three off the air. No rebound by Alipiev. And that will do it. The Lions hang on to win. 51-48. Jonathan, it wasn't always pretty, but the Lions come away with a big time win here tonight. Well, I think what a difference that halftime made, honestly. I mean. Geez, it was it was a tale of two halves, Jesse. It was really not super pretty for this Lions team in the first. They came back and corrected a lot of those mistakes in the second. And what a ball game. What a win for the Lions. A close one. 84, excuse me, 48-51. So, we'll talk with Damian Douglas in just a moment. And I'll run over to the mic stand, Jonathan. Take it away. Well, folks, we had an exciting game as we said, 48-51. No field goals in the last four minutes for the Lions, but it didn't matter. They had made enough of a difference, and Jesse will be speaking with a member of our team. Looks like it will be either Matias or Damian Douglas, I think. But what a game for the Lions. They cleaned up so many of those mistakes in that second half. Damian Douglas had a tremendous game. He's coming off an 18-point performance tonight. Here he is with Jesse. Appreciate it. We're now joined by Damian Douglas here post-game. Damian, you guys really struggled in the first half offensively. What did it take to get things going in the second half to turn it around?
1: Yeah, no, nah, shots weren't falling for us. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're a defensive team. You know what I'm saying? We're coming out here with a defensive mindset. So we know if the ball's not going down like it was today, we can still win on the defensive end. So at the end of the day, we knew the shots would eventually fall, but we were locked in on getting stops and getting kills on defense.
0: Your defense has obviously been, been great this season. I'm just curious for you personally. You missed a whole year last year and you've been great to start of this season. That preparation and everything that went into how you're playing now, what does that feel like to see it paying off on the court
1: right now? Uh, I appreciate that. Um, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to win with my brothers. Um, it's been a long process, like you were saying, but I just want to go out there and give it all for my family, my brothers. Um, it's not about me, it's about the team.
0: And the team, of course, now 4-3, and three, back-to-back wins. you got another game coming up on Saturday. What do you guys need to do to, to finish off this homestand with
1: another win? Uh, at the end of the day, next game is the biggest game. That's one of our uh, mottos that we always say. So it's going to be a quick turnaround, recovery tomorrow, lock-in. Um, preparation is huge for us. Dan's a big preparation guy, so it's going to be a big mental day tomorrow for us. Lock-in and be ready to go on Saturday.
0: Well, Damon, great game here tonight, as we said. Congrats on the win, and we'll see you on Saturday. Appreciate you. You Jonathan, da- back to you. As you heard Damian Douglas speaking there with Jesse Cass, a tremendous opportunity to speak with someone who's been a really special player for this Lions team. Jesse, as you were mentioning, you know, he came off a season where he didn't play last year, returning from an injury, 18 points tonight. And you said, Jesse, he's had a really, really tremendous start to the season so far. Yeah, Damian Douglas has been fantastic. We mentioned 18 points for him tonight, coming off 23 in the last ball game and as you can tell just a hard worker and incredibly humble as well the really the full package for the Lions and you know hard to sometimes quick to forget that you know cuz he missed the all of last year and he was here last season he's just a sophomore still so a lot of basketball left for him a lot of room to grow and, and that's exciting for LMU and the and the program at whole so the Lions win this one tonight 51-48 we'll give you some some final stats before we break this thing down and For UC Irvine, they were led by Dawson Baker with 12 points, Colin Welp a double-double, 11 points and 19 rebounds. We mentioned for the Lions, 18 points and five boards for Damian Douglas, 11 points and six boards for Eli Scott, and Matias Markson, seven points and 10 big rebounds. Yeah, I think, as we said, it was a tale of two halves for this Lions team. They really did improve a lot in that second half. And Damian Douglas, again, what a special player he has been for this Lions team. Obviously, Colin Welt played really well for UCI. But and again, undefeated at home, 4-0 and for the Lions here in Gerson Pavilion. They'll play again in their next game. Yeah, it's not often you'd see a team 4-0 and in these Uncertain circumstances, you see obviously no fans, the mass, the plexiglass, but the Lions have been creating their own energy nonetheless here at home now, 4-0 in this building four and three overall in the year and a chance to we set on Saturday and as you mentioned to build on that and, ma- and make it 5-0. and Absolutely and credit to Stan Johnson as well he's come in as, his, as a head coach's first job as a head coach here at LMU and he's really done a lot to try to change the mindset of this team and it shows you could see the energy that LMU came out with at halftime or after halftime rather and really came in and, and, and struck hard uh, UC Irvine really had a tough time dealing with LMU's offense in the second. Yeah and I think it's important for the Lions and really any team really that's trying to become a winning program Every win's not going to be pretty. And I think you saw in this game here tonight, really ugly first half for both both teams, and the Lions came away with a victory. Jonathan, uh, what are your final takeaways for the Lions, who, again, as you said, quick turnaround are back on Saturday. Well, I think the Lions do have a lot to be proud of from this win here tonight, but as you said, Jesse, it wasn't the prettiest thing. LMU's shooting, especially from three, does have to come alive a lot earlier and a lot sooner. Uh, We saw Ali Piev miss a couple early on. He ends the game with five points tonight. Obviously, Kelly Leapepe took a couple from that spot right in the middle top of the arc that he's very comfortable with, but that three-point shooting has got to come alive a little bit sooner for the Lions in the next game. So that is going to do it for our broadcast here tonight I want to thank all the folks behind the scenes who made this broadcast possible of course behind the scenes e- executive producers matthew lerman patrick alcero and coordinating producer brendan craig our director john McElvey and of course for my color commentator jonathan grace this is jesse cast signing off we will talk to you again in just two short days saturday 6 p.m lmu and cal poly same place same time here at gerson pavilion until then the lions win this one 5148. Thanks so much for tuning us in. We'll talk to you again on Saturday.